0: Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So I guess it is time for me to convey calm, because my inbox filled up. (laughs) Um, I understand the news is a little unnerving, but there's no reason to panic. There's no reason to panic. And we're going to go through some stuff that hopefully will convey calm. If you are not aware, China has quarantined a pretty large city. Um, and that can be unnerving. So, years ago, I attended a pandemic prevention conference and it was put on by FEMA and the CDC for security professionals. Most of it, um, they kind of got a bad guest list. Most of the people that I knew that were there, they didn't have facilities (laughs) that they were in charge of. They were contract. But... That's what most of the conference was about, was about how to deal with it in a facility that you were tasked with handling. The thing is, there was one presenter, she was really smart and related things very well, provided some information that I'm going to provide to you right now. She was like, you're security professionals. When you're talking to your client, you, you paint the best picture possible, right? We're all like, no, of course, because that's not what we do. <laughs> um, not what I did. Don't do that anymore. But the uh, you tend to actually give worst-case scenarios because you want to produce an abundance of caution in your client. You want them to understand that this can happen if you don't do X. The job is to stop bad things from happening. And then she pointed out that they are kind of like security health professionals, and their client is the American people. So they present scenarios that are possible, but are kind of worst case. And that's good, because it produces an abundance of caution. The problem is the media gets a hold of that, they run with it, they bring in their own talking heads, the next thing you know, panic has ensued, and everybody's picturing that little monkey from Outbreak. It's not the case. The other thing she said was that before we produced our response we should uh, wait to get the demographic information of the first cluster of patients. um, Those that didn't recover. Because that's going to tell us a whole lot about anything new. Because in the beginning they don't really know how to treat it. They're kind of guessing. So those are going to be the ones that are going to be hit the hardest. We have that information. Okay, one was 40 to 50. One was 50 to 60, five were 60 to 70, two were 70 to 80, and eight were 80 and older. More than half had diagnosed pre-existing conditions, and serious ones like Parkinson's, um, coronary artery disease, stuff like that, stuff that could complicate any efforts to treat. More than half had known pre-existing. Based on that, this probably isn't the doomsday pandemic. Um, it, It looks like it's affecting those that are already in some way compromised. Now, this is assuming that we are getting all of the information that's available, that they are telling us everything that they know. Normally they do, because they want to produce an abundance of caution out of everything that i've seen there's only one thing that's a little a little worrisome and that's that not everybody uh had a fever and that's worrisome because that's the main way that people are screened at major hubs of transportation that they look for fever um the fact that you could be infected and not have a fever that that's a little worrisome um but, again, not not enough to panic. Okay. So, how do you prevent it? Same way you do almost anything else. Uh, wash your hands frequently. You know, if you see somebody who appears sick, stay away. Keep your distance. Sneeze into a tissue or the crease of your elbow. Um, it's normal stuff. There was also something about not handling animals But I think that was specific to China. I'm not sure. But I I don't think that had anything to do with the U.S. Um, So that's pretty much it. I don't see anything to really panic about. Um, They're pretty good at what they do. They really are. Um, They they get a handle on things pretty quickly. They've realized that surveillance of... (laughs) of a new threat as it moves and as it grows is almost as effective as developing new treatments. Because as long as you know what's going on, you can counteract it. And some of the steps may seem dramatic, such as quarantining a a pretty big city. But it helps keep it under control. Um, I really don't see this as the giant pandemic everybody's worried about. The problem is with the way the media handles these things, eventually we will have that pandemic. It's going to happen. We are going to have a bad pandemic at some point in the future. It's guaranteed. The worry is that because the media handles every possible pandemic and treats every situation as if it could just spiral out of control at any second, that when that pandemic comes, people are going to be burned out. Kind of a boy who cried wolf thing. Based on this, I'm not a doctor, um, but based on this, I I don't think it's time to break out the gas masks. I don't think it's time to really freak out yet. So just stay calm, do what you do, (laughs) and and let them do what they do. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good night.